Welcome to Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs, the podcast for busy and high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders who are looking to create more energy and optimize their health while upgrading their brain and personal performance with precision. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. I've been involved with health and performance for over a decade. This podcast was created for the high performer who is unapologetically ambitious, the one who moves at a fast pace and operates with an edge, the one who wants to become superhuman. Nothing here is fluff, gimmicky, or feel good. I have little to no interest in simply helping you improve your life. I want to help transform it. By listening to this podcast, expect to have a body that feels just as good as it looks. Expect to possess a swagger and style that gives off an infectious vibe. Expect to command a stage or any boardroom you walk into with your executive presence. And lastly, expect to become your most enhanced self so you can live a limitless life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about high net worth individuals, ranging from investors to high-performing entrepreneurs, along with the materials that I've read and studied in various books throughout my lifetime. Now, this isn't becoming a money show, but instead, what we're going to do is to look at these wealth building principles and relate them to optimizing our brain and our body. And these secrets, these principles, not only can they help you control your waistline and optimize your health, but they can also improve your relationships. Because you see that in developing and more importantly, sustaining optimal health and professional performance over the long haul, It's similar to developing and sustaining wealth over the long haul. The principles of building a billion-dollar company or a billion-dollar body, in fact, they're both the same. So if you look at all the Fortune 500 companies, all the billionaires, you'll notice that they share similar characteristics. Some of those happen to be adaptability, long-term focus, people-centric, clear communication, continuous growth, And last but not least, a clear vision. A lot of times, though, in this world now, success is glorified. It's hyped up in our society. And as a whole, we tend to overlook these basic fundamental principles and habits that went into becoming a quote-unquote success. We overlook the years of working out of a garage, sacrificing fun, being laughed at, being mocked at, being questioned about our dreams. We overlooked all of those things. We overlooked the sacrifices that go into constructing world-class health and optimal performance. The discipline, the many times that you have to say no and not be tempted by the short-term pleasures in that moment. So these secrets that the wealthy use, they shouldn't be a secret, but they are. Because as society, these aren't sexy. These don't provide immediate gratification. 
But nevertheless, though, these secrets here, they must be drilled into your head if redefining the aging process and living a superhuman life is of interest to you. So without further ado, let's dive into these secrets. And what we're going to do as far as the layout of this episode is, I'm going to cover the first four secrets in this episode, and then the last three will be in the following episode. So let's get to secret number one now. So secret number one, know what you are building. Know what you are building is worth repeating again. A big portion that dictates the quality of our life, if you think about it, is the quality of questions that you ask yourself. One of the most important questions that I ask myself, and I advise you to also ask yourself, is at the beginning of any new venture or any new project, ask yourself, what am I building? There's a lot of power in those four magic words. Before diving into any sort of action, you gotta know your destination. It'll suck to get to a destination only to realize that it's not ultimately what you wanted. It's not ultimately where you wanted to go. So it makes sense that this first step in the process of optimal health and performance is to craft your vision out meticulously. A great example of someone who crafted a vision out, who knew what they were building, is Jeff Bezos. And no matter what you think of him and his company, you can't deny their success and impact. Before they were acquiring companies and essentially monopolizing a lot of markets, Bezos, early in the days of Amazon, was questioned for his quote-unquote risky decisions and moves. It's crazy to think about that now, but back then, there was a lot of doubt on what they were doing at Amazon. And one thing in particular that was questioned, which may sound crazy to you, is the free shipping program due to the cost. Many would have felt tempted to cave into that chatter, to cave into the pressure of the board shouting at you, giving you these recommendations, all that pressure, all that heat on them. But Bezos stood his ground. The rest is history. And the reason why he stood his ground was because he had one of the most important ingredients for succeeding in life and business. And that really important ingredient that can never be left out is a purpose that is filled with direction. So at Amazon, since day one, his philosophy in 10 simple words that can also be applied to your health optimization journey is we are stubborn on vision. We are flexible on details. And I will repeat this again. We are stubborn on vision. We are flexible on details. And this is valuable to remember for your health optimization journey. You can't be blindly committed to doing things one way forever. What got you here in this very moment won't get you to the next destination. And you also have to remember that great feats, remarkable achievements, world-class skills, all inspiring physiques and biomarkers that are turned upside down positively, I must say, all of those things require time. And Bezos also states that if you're not stubborn, you'll give up on your experiments too soon. And 
At this point in life, I'm sure each of us has heard the phrase, patience is a virtue. But practicing patience is a virtue. You know, that's much easier said than done. A lot of times it's easy to tell each other to be patient. But to really practice that, mm, that is difficult. And it's especially difficult living in today's microwave generation, as, as I call it. People expect results instantly. If the results aren't here today, right this very moment, right this very hour, then it's taken as a signal that maybe you should quit. So think of succeeding with your health and becoming superhuman as more like that of a, a crock pot that takes hours to finish, as opposed to being more of an instant food in a microwave where you press 60 seconds and you have your food ready to eat. Patience is something that you consciously will develop. Patience is easier to operate with when you know what you are building. Patience leads to smart decision-making that isn't emotionally charged. Because when you make decisions that are solely emotionally charged ones, this leads to a short-term mentality that neglects and jeopardizes your long-term future in health. And so when we think about health, what this looks like is, this is choosing fad diets. This is choosing those crazy cleanses for that quick weight loss, that 600 calorie diets, that lemon detoxes or whatever is on Instagram these days. I don't know. I don't have Instagram. And it's also blindly jumping on the most popular way of eating without any sound reasoning. So maybe that's carnivore right now. I believe that's the... The one that's in rage right now is carnivore. And I'm sure in six months, it'll be something else. And in business, this is opting for a get-rich-quick scheme that fills the bank account right now. But coincidentally, it's mortgaging your future away. And it's the very reason why your bank account will be empty in the long term. So when you know what you're building, there's more intentionality to the moves that you make. You realize that you're making moves to be here for the long term, not to be a flash in the pan. When you know what you're building, you'll be stubborn with what you want out of health, out of life, and out of business. But you'll also, simultaneously, you'll be malleable to how that vision is going to formulate in health, in life, and in business. So the key lesson here the key takeaway when it comes to knowing what you are building. If you can't easily speak into detail as to what you're building in life, health, and business right this very moment, that needs to be the most important thing that you complete on your to-do list immediately. So let's move on to secret number two. And this is one of my favorites. It's to play chess, not checkers. I'll repeat again. Play chess, not checkers. One of my favorite movies, and it was a, a favorite of my dad as well, my, um, and I always think of him, uh, he's, he's, he passed away a few months ago, anytime I think of this movie, it's Training Day. And in that movie, Denzel Washington's character states to his new pr uh, protege that this is chess, not checkers. And he's explaining how the game works. You know what, though? 
I'm not doing this fair justice. I'm not doing a good job of this, of explaining this. So let's let's hear Denzel tell you in his words of, of, of how this goes. The shit's chess, it ain't checkers. So I'm going to share the whole clip of of that scene in Training Day because it's 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 a, it's the whole scene is just magnificent. It's such good acting, such a good script, and there's another bar, which for those who don't know what a bar is, it's just a powerful verse or line that just really moves you, that you really appreciate it, that's powerful. But another bar that was dropped in that scene that I love, which is highly applicable to today's world right now. It's quote unquote, the sooner you can match what's in your head with what's going on in the real world, the better you're going to feel. So once again, this is chess, not checkers. And what does that mean? And how does this actually apply to optimizing your health and optimizing your performance along with wealth building? And quite simply, whether it's your job, your mission, your goal, or whatever it is, it's going to be way more complicated than it seems. It's going to be fast. It's going to be a dynamic process with a plethora of moving parts. Now, don't get it twisted. It's not complicated, but it will be complex. That sounds familiar when I say that. It's not complicated, but it will be complex. It sounds like entrepreneurship. It sounds like dating and relationships. Probably sounds like becoming a billionaire, if you think about it. And it most certainly applies to health optimization. So whether it's detective work, as they were in the movie, or it's entrepreneurship, running your business, or it's investing, or it's simply making moves to give yourself the best chance of living beyond 120 while being fully functional beyond 120. These people in these various categories, they are playing at top levels. And they are playing at the top levels because they are playing chess while the rest are playing checkers. You see, the everyday average person, and I have nothing against them, but the, I, you got to call a spade a spade. The everyday average person is playing checkers, and that's why they're losing. That's why they're staying average, mediocre, just getting by, treading water. The people who play checkers are also most likely the same people who are part of the participation trophy culture now, where medals and trophies are being handed out to kids and teams who come in sixth place, eighth place, ninth place. Everyone gets a trophy for the day. Now, before I um, I digress too much and get into a very philosophical ramble here, people who play chess simply see the big picture and they anticipate several moves in advance. They're living examples and embodiments of the difference between being proactive and reactive. Um, and to make this a, a more crystal clear picture here, the U.S. healthcare system is playing checkers. The U.S. healthcare system is most definitely playing checkers. Your average online health and fitness guru, they're playing checkers. Both scenarios are playing checkers because they're simply reacting to circumstances. They're never doing the dictating. They're never getting ahead. They're never seeing five moves ahead. They're never being proactive with their approaches. They're simply reacting, placing a Band-Aid on a flesh wound. So playing chess with your health, this is adopting a systems mentality. And much like how nature exists and how it operates, if you 
study it and look at it, how the jungle works. Your human system is dynamically interconnected and interdependent as well, just how nature is. So those who play checkers with their health, they are operating with a binary thinking approach. That is the opposite of systems thinking. And for those of you who are not familiar with binary thinking, simply put, it's oversimplifying something that is complex. It's seeking out a simple cause and effect explanation to various situations. So a simple example of binary thinking is um, obesity is caused by sugar or obesity is caused by people eating too many carbs. Something very simple like that. But there's, there's much more nuance to it. People who think in binary thinking and essentially are playing checkers, things are black and white and they're delivered in absolute statements rather than relative statements that require a more nuanced interpretation to it. And it's through this binary thinking, through this absolute statements that are often shared across various media and, and especially social media, it's through that type of thinking that gives birth to these stereotypes, to these myths and um, misconceptions that ultimately lead people to hop, on, um, hop aboard a health seesaw And a health seesaw is pretty much these people who are one moment they're doing well with their health, the next moment they're doing bad, the next moment they're good. It's it's always a constant heavy dip and fluctuation with their health. Stereotypes, myths, and misconceptions are birthed through this type of thinking. And it's easy to, to, to link this up right now to politics as well, to pretty much any endeavor that you see that's that's heavily polarizing. A lot of times it's because it's binary thinking. So to play chess with your health, though, and as well as your wealth, view everything as you do as inputs to the system and take into account for how they will affect each other. And I love saying this, but it's a quantum world and everything is connected to each other. Everything affects everything. Let's move on to secret number three. And secret number three is to consider the second third, and fourth order consequences. I look at the world today and I have this beautiful computer in front of me right now. And luckily, I I grew up in a time as well where I didn't have a computer. And so I remember a world where information wasn't freely available to me. It it required a little more effort. I, I used to have to look in dictionary when I was reading the newspaper with my grandparents sometimes, or if I was doing school projects, I used to read the National Geographic. I went to the library a lot. And, but now information is freely available to us. It's easy with the click of a button. Money, while it's not a cakewalk per se right now, I wouldn't say that, but it's still much easier to accumulate now. Never has it been easier to become an entrepreneur. I can I can start an LLC by going to different websites and paying probably a few hundred bucks and I have an LLC now. I'm a business owner. And so life has been easier in a lot of ways for us. But one one area that is still difficult just as much as it was in the past is when it comes to our um our decision making. Great decision making is now especially now one of the biggest separating factors between those who get what they want in business, life, and health, and those who perpetually come up short and stay frustrated. Great decision makers in both wealth building and health optimization, 
they consider the ramifications of their decisions well beyond the current present moment that they're in. And so I first heard about second and third order consequences from Ray Dalio's book, Principles. It was eight simple words. And these eight, these eight simple words that we should ask ourselves on a daily basis or whenever we're considering um, a new strategy, a new plan, simply ask yourself, what are the second and third order consequences? And so to put a little more meaning and to, to fill this canvas that I'm of this concept here that I'm talking about, I'm going to read the exact words for how um, Ray Dalio describes it. So these are in his exact words. By recognizing the higher level consequences nature optimizes for, I've come to see that people who overweigh the first order consequences of their decisions and ignore the effects of second and sub- subsequent order consequences rarely reach their goals. This is because first order consequences often have opposite desirabilities from second order consequences, resulting in big mistakes in decision making. For example, the first order consequences of exercise, which could be pain and time spent, are commonly considered undesirable, while the second order consequences, which could be better health and more attractive appearance, are desirable. Similarly, food that tastes good is often bad for you and vice versa. Quite often, the first order consequences are the temptations that cost us what we really want. And sometimes they are the barriers that stand in our way. It's almost as though nature sorts us by throwing us trick choices that have both types of consequences and penalizing those who make their decisions on the basis of the first consequences alone. By contrast, People who choose what they really want and avoid the temptations and get over the pains that drive them away from what they really want are much more likely to have successful lives. Man, powerful. That, that is so rich. I, that, every time I read that, it, it's just a lot to take in and digest and to just let marinate. But I think about this. And in today's society, the whole notion of delayed gratification is akin to essentially being a, it's an endangered species of it's an endangered species way of of thinking and acting instant gratification may make life easier but it doesn't necessarily make life business or your health better in the long run you know building health building health building wealth building a company up from scratch getting your first few clients They all require a long-term investor's mentality. Improving your health, your business, and your life. And just like investing as well, becoming a successful investor, it's ultimately a journey. It's not an event event that's just going to happen at one magical moment. It's really an accumulation of steps. And to look at that even deeper, there's really no end point if you think about it. And it's with that very reason in mind that playing the long-term game is of critical importance. Cashing in for these short-term pleasures, um, when you do that, what you're often doing is you're cashing in for long-term agony as well. So let's look at business, for example, here. When you elect to take a short-term victory in the nature of financial incentives, that can potentially hurt the long-term value of your brand. And so a first order consequence of this is that you do get some money right now. You 
you fill your account up, you're having a little more money, and it, it feels good right now. But the second and third order consequences when you avoid the first order is better brand perception, more opportunities, and even more money down the line. And when it comes to our health and energy, the real benefit of health optimization habits, they kick in months later, they kick in years later, decades later. It's the things that don't happen to you versus the stuff that does. So when you choose these health-promoting behaviors in your 30s, in your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, and beyond, they're going to be largely uneventful. But if you don't choose those health-promoting behaviors, then your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, if you get there, they will be much more eventful in a way that you don't want them to be. So our secret number four here is to set targets and to intimately know your numbers. So I'll repeat that again. Set targets and intimately know your numbers. We've heard this ad nauseum in business that what gets measured gets managed. I think about money and building wealth and uh, most of us, well, unless you were born into wealth or you inherited a lot of money, most of us have had this phase of life where money was extremely tight. Um, The bank account was low. Maybe if you had some overdrafts. And when you looked out into the future, maybe it was a week or two or even a month, you didn't really know where money was coming from. Money wasn't coming in droves anytime soon. And I've been there and it's caused some panic, some questioning, some worrying. And I remember mentioning this to a friend one time who was well more um, well off than I was. And in short, our conversation essentially boiled down to, if you can't manage what little money you have now, what makes you think you'll be able to manage more money once more of it comes in? And it's basically like the saying, ye who is faithful with the little will be faithful with a lot. And this conversation here, it led me to develop a money playbook for myself based off his recommendation. So I now have targets for business, life, taxes, and many other categories. And this point here about setting targets and knowing your numbers, it ties into the point about knowing what you are building. You have a destination in mind, but along the way to that destination, it's helpful to know some landmarks and some things to look out for along the the various mile markers that you're passing. You want to make sure that you're still on the right path. You want to make sure that you're still on the right direction and that you didn't accidentally take a wrong turn somewhere. Wealth accumulation, if you think about it, is in large part about planning, just as optimizing your health and performance is. There's a lot of planning that goes involved with it. You start with maybe, I look at it as someone who's maybe 30% body fat right now, which is, is a lot for a male, and they want to get to 10%. Um, If they can't handle their life and get it in order at 30% body fat, what makes you think that they can handle their life when they get down to 10% body fat? And it requires more discipline to maintain. It requires more uh, attention to detail. So it's managing what you got now and doing the best with with where you are in your life at this present day and then growing into that inevitable um, person that you're striving to be in the long term. So I often tell people to pretend that they're an archer and to visualize 
what they're aiming at. Where is that arrow going to? And so because optimal health and long-term success in business for me most likely looks completely different than it than than it does for you. And so with that said, the targets that we're aiming for with our arrows, it's going to require different um, numbers. It's going to require different targets that we're shooting at there. And when you have these targets and these numbers in mind, you have more clarity. And that clarity cannot be overlooked. And one way to stay on top of your targets and numbers regarding your health is to leverage the biometric data in various lab testing. And so blood work, getting your genetics ran and interpreted, and even using some sort of wearable technology, these are all ways that you can keep your targets and your numbers top of mind. Besides planning being a big part of your success, another big, large piece of the pie with our success comes down to simply staying focused and not getting sidetracked, not veering off onto the wrong road and getting lost. So things to think about when it comes to numbers and targets. What's the optimal amount of sleep for you? What's the typical HRV for you? What about your stress score? And how does that correlate with your overall health and immunity and your overall mood? This list can be endless, the targets, with the numbers that you're paying attention to, that you're tracking. When you set targets and you know your numbers, you have something to aim for that you're shooting at with the arrow. You're adopting a more precision performance-based lifestyle. Not only is it more effective, but it's more efficient, which in turn grants you more time to enjoy the various other aspects of your life. And when you have data, you're no longer using hope as a strategy. You're no longer tying your faith to events, but instead, what you're doing, you're tying your faith to the process itself. So there's no more trial and error. There's no more one-size-fits-all approaches. That's what the end of one lifestyle is all about. That is what health optimization is all about. That is what becoming superhuman is all about. Systematically undergoing a comprehensive upgrade to every aspect of your life without the guesswork. That type of shit in health, it's not being televised anytime soon. You're not going to hear it. You aren't going to find that type of shit in some $29.99 ebook on Gumroad or some custom quote-unquote 12-week program that's really a cookie-cutter template handed out to everyone if you're tired of just seeking and gaining incremental um, improvements in life and you're looking to transform it instead, then you and I need to have a conversation, simply put. So to quickly recap these initial four secrets, they are know what you're building, play chess, not checkers. Consider the second, third, and fourth order consequences. Set targets and intimately know your numbers. And in the next episode, we're going to cover the last three secrets. And so with that said, thanks for tuning in to another episode. And until next time, stay awesome and be limitless. Peace. If you are a high-performance entrepreneur, leader, or executive looking to supercharge your energy and become the most enhanced version of yourself without the guesswork, and you're tired of cookie cutter templates, randomly guessing and hoping the next thing will work, and you actually want a precise and bespoke health optimization and performance roadmap that is in-depth, data-driven, and custom-tailored specifically for you, 
then my superhuman coaching programs are probably a good fit for you. No stones will be left untouched. Now, it's not a good fit for you if you are someone who does not want to invest the time, the commitment, nor the energy into getting the results. But if you are someone who is ready to start their end of one journey, upgrade their body and brain with precision, and truly live a limitless life, I invite you to apply by heading over to the artifitisinlife.com forward slash us, and you'll get the opportunity to talk with me for 60 minutes, and we'll take a deep dive into where you currently are and where you're trying to go, and then we'll decide if this is a good fit for you and me. And if it is, I'll extend an invitation for us to work together. Once again, to apply, head over to the artofitnessinlife.com forward slash us. I look forward to hearing from you.